Hi, this is Fiona Duraf, and you are listening to The Horror Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All right, welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. And uh, this is going to be a very special episode of The Horror Returns for a number of reasons that we're going to get into in the feedback section. Um, First of all, we shall be acting out, like it or not, guys, (laughs) the the famous lost scene from The Fanatic shall be acted out. It's now official. We've gotten over over, over our five requested reviews. So thank you to everyone for uh, <laughs> keeping those cards and letters coming. They'll regret work, it later. I'm yeah, talking about, they will. I talked to my barber yesterday about how, how to do the moose haircut, and he thinks he's got it down, so I think we're good. Oh, is that gonna happen? Um, that's, <laughs> going to happen? That's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to happen. And uh, we've also got a milestone that I think I think I want to let Brian announce this one, actually. Uh, Philip, if you don't mind. Yeah. Because yep. Brian, this is something you've been you've been you've been pushing towards for a long time. Um, you've been saying we're getting close to it. We've uh, well, we we officially went over five years. What two weeks ago or June eighth, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's only fitting. So Brian, take take the floor, man. We have officially passed fifty thousand downloads, and I thank everybody so much for downloading sharing just whatever anybody could do to help us you know get our show out there and awesome awesome milestone for us and uh it's on to a hundred thousand now yep fifty thousand and nowhere to go but up right phil so like next week yep sure (laughs) all right well i'm lance and and with me as always are my co-hosts brian and philip uh kevin of course is working tonight what's up with you guys uh eh, eh, eh. yeah yeah fourth of july motherfucker (laughs) freedom is is, what's up with me you know what it is fourth of july and you would think i wouldn't have had time to do shit but i'm I'm gonna pull a brine tonight guys when we get to cool of the week i'm going to inundate you with cools and not so cools of the week Oh, then we we so shall we, we shall battle, my friend, because I had <laughs> nice. one hell of, I had one hell of a week, so I, I turned to the awesome. movies. I turned to the movies, and I have more than one dumbass kids movie that I watched this week. <laughs> oh so my god! Holy shit! This is a first. Well, who wants to go first? Uh, I want to hear I'll the go. kids movies. Yeah. Oh no 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 kids movies this week. Oh, That's okay. what I was saying. Um, but I did watch uh, Kung Pao. From like 2000, <laughs> I watched that with the kids uh, last night, and they yes. thought it was hilarious. As did I. 
and my wife, not so much. Uh. <laughs> hey, Bill Odenkirk was in that? Uh, Steve Odenkirk. Oh, Steve Odenkirk. Not, not okay. Bob. I know. I always get them confused. Ah, anyway. Okay. Not, <laughs> not small. I gotcha. Uh, fun movie. It was good. Um, and then uh, I just got finished watching uh, War of Tomorrow or War for Tomorrow or, you know. The Tomorrow War. War. The Tomorrow War. There it is. On uh, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've heard bad things, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't awesome, but <laughs> I mean, I, you know, how bad can it be? But does it make it? It, it, it make at least it makes the list, right? For cool yeah. I mean, there's definitely some uh, some dumb decisions made and uh, a lot of like dumb plot holes. But OK, you know, it's a war with aliens movie. So yeah, what are we going to do? Hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It happens tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I did enjoy that one. It was maybe a little longer than it needed to be, but uh, cool enough. Um, nice. And I also watched uh, another war-ish movie, uh, VFW. Ah, nice. Yeah. Ah, I was not as impressed with that movie as you guys were. Well, there's where I'm going. I was kind of disappointed with it. Uh-oh. Like, uh-huh. I wanted it to be good. It looked like it was going to be cool. It had like this really stylish, you know, 70s throwback, throwback slasher theme going on. And right. uh, it, it, it was kind of just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wish it was better. I mean, the acting wasn't terrible. I liked everybody that was in it. It's just kind of a stupid story. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, but hey, what do you want? They can't all be winners, right? Yeah. And uh, that's all I got this week. Is that it? So the, the real cool is Kung Pao then, right? Kung Pao. Kung Pao and Tomorrow War, I think. All right. That's cool. I didn't we'll hate put, it, man. It was good. All right. We'll put them, we'll put them both down in the, in the show notes this week. All right. All right, Brian. Who's it going to be, man? Uh, why don't you go? I think my list might be a little bit longer. You know what? I, I challenge thee, sir, because... Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm ready. All right. So, as you guys know, um, a couple of years ago, I made a... Uh, New Year's resolution that I was going to do twenty read twenty four books every year, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got a little bit behind because Dune took me a little longer to read than I thought it was going to. I think it was less because the you know I wasn't enjoying the book, but I think it was a lot more because I just had so much shit going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did read a book that kept me awake until three a.m. reading it. It's called uh, When Heaven Is So Close to Home. Um, written Sounds by a, like a Hallmark movie. You know what? It's it's actually it's actually written by a very very close friend of ours. Uh, oh. Her name is Lakasha Williams. Nice. Um, she lost her daughter. Man, she had a daughter that was. Um, but it, you know what though? Her daughter was was told when her daughter was born. She, uh, Lakasha was told that she would be lucky to live one year. And damn if the girl didn't. Didn't make it to her uh, <clears throat> her sweet 16th birthday. Really? Yep. <laughs> so anyway, books Doctors just you aren't know, always right. You know what? Um, yeah, fuck. Um, look at uh, what's his name? The scientist, right? 
help me out here, Brian. The guy that they all thought was going to uh, be Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawking. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, and doctors don't know uh, my medicine, although it is a you know, obviously it's a sad book. It was very riveting, especially since, you know, I, I knew the people that were involved in the story, which makes a difference. Um, but, yeah, that was the first book I read. And then I read the newest Stephen King book. It's called Later. Have you guys heard of this one? No. It is about a kid who sees dead people. Sound familiar? Yeah, I saw mm. that movie. <laughs> but much better, much better written, I think. Oh, and I don't know, though. Uh, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed The Sixth Sense. But, yeah, he def- you could definitely tell he uh, bar- borrowed quite heavily from that. But... The biggest book that I'm getting into, and I'm 17% finished, so I've got a long way to go, and I'm already on page 189, if that gives you an idea how, how long this is going to take. But I've, I am rereading Stephen King's The Stand. Good luck. And I am rereading it because we're going to be on Bede and Marcy's show next month, and we're going to cover both miniseries. So I really... Uh, it was important to me to uh, get back through it and compare and contrast the uh, the book to the two miniseries. So, um, all all three books definitely definitely very cool. Um, saw a movie that you guys I don't think liked maybe as much as I did from listening to you and Nez talk about it, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a special reason that this movie was near and dear to my heart, and it's because ever since I was about maybe 12 or 13 years old, a story has been going through my mind. I've always wanted to be a writer. Um, and maybe this one is day about I'll jacking off. I swear to God, uh, you know what? That's for a different <laughs> you just, show. You just killed it, dude. You, 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 <laughs> you, you buried the lead, Philip. All right. Well, let me move on to the next one then. Since you figured that one out. Yeah. You spoiled the Patreon exclusive. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. No, I have, I've, I've, I've had this bizarre story about people that know that they know for a fact that a small group of people that know for a fact that um, reincarnation is real. Right. And mm-hmm. so they can do anything they want. Right. They can rob a bank. If they get caught, all they have to do is put the gun to their head or jump off a building and they know they're going to be reborn. And by the time they get to you know, 18, 19 years old, they can kind of start the caper over again. Um this movie didn't do it in quite the way I envisioned it, but I really did enjoy Infinite. I think more than you and Nez did, Brian. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I think if I would have seen it in the theater as the, opposed to Paramount Plus, I probably would have been a little bit more disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Also, I didn't watch that one. Uh, it's a good one, man. Um, it is on your favorite CBS All Access, aka Paramount Plus. So yeah, I, heard. <laughs> I know you won't. I know you won't be paying for it, but <laughs> Amazon Prime. It. Just Amazon, out of the principle of the thing right now. <laughs> uh, Amazon Prime. I did finally get into a series called Them. Mm, great show. I, great show. It, you know what though? I am four episodes in, dude, and I am fucking confused as fuck. <laughs> it is. Big. There is a lot of weird shit going on in this show. <laughs> Stick with it. It'll it'll okay. your your questions will be answered. It is very American horror story. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um now for my not so cool of the week. Uh-oh. Cars in 
space. Anybody know what I'm space. talking about? Any no. ideas, Brian? I can. Oh my God. There is a particular series of films that has gotten so desperate to shock. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw this one too. <laughs> they, they literally put a fucking jet engine, like uh, fucking Jeff Bezos style, on a fucking, what, 1974 car? I think it was a Pontiac Fiero. A Pontiac Fiero. I could be wrong. It, and they didn't have astronaut suits, Philip. So they put on these like 1800 diving outfits so they wouldn't be pressurized. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> is this something that happened? Yes. Yeah, it, it happened and it, and it was in the theater. What movie was it called, Brian? Help me out. I believe uh, it's going by F9. Fast and Furious Part 9. Oh, my God. Is that what they did in this Dude. One? Why the fuck not? <laughs> and then my meh of the week was false positive. Oh, yeah. Was, I, I 100% agree with you. It was not A24 standards, man. Uh, I feel like I came up with a better conclusion of what was happening in my head than what actually happened. You think? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Brian, you and Nez aren't going to be happy with this, but my my cool of the week when I you know have to grind everything down to one choice is going to be infinite. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and I actually do have now that I'm thinking about it a better cool of the week. I haven't seen Infinite yet. I kind of want to watch yes, that. Yes. Yes. What is it? Um, Black Summer. Oh, you oh, season two? the zombie show. Yeah, season two. I watched it. I don't know that I ever finished watching season one. I saw a couple of episodes here and there. Okay. But, like, watching season two, um, man, I just binged through that whole fucking thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen season two yet, but I love season one. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. I mean, um, it's it maybe is not as in depth as Walking Dead, but the it, the zombies are way more the focal point, and so that alone I like that. Has attention. Yeah. Hmm. So impressed with that one. I just nice. forgot to add it in there. All right, Brian. All right, uh, you already talked about Fast Nine. Um, if you don't fucking mind fucking ridiculous. Story plots and ridiculous over the top action. If you have a problem with all that, don't even watch this movie. <laughs> but I I do appreciate Lance, you gotta admit they, they are going touching back on way back to the first movie on things. Yeah, and family is still the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Every third word in the movie was family, Brian or uh Phil. Huh, nice. So, I mean, it, I didn't hate it, but it's definitely not near the top of the franchise. Yeah. I'm not mad that I went to see it. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's a good popcorn movie. Yep, there you go. Couldn't have said it any better. Yeah, that makes sense. It's about what I expected out of it. Uh, we already talked about fa- false positive. That was a big meh. Uh, <laughs> 
Let's see, uh, Vicious Fun, new Shutter movie from oh, our I've friends over this. at uh, Black Fawn Films. Yes. Uh, very 80s, very stylized. Um, I kind of was left wanting more of the Vicious Fun. I do like the plot of a guy stumbling into a basically a support group for serial killers. What? I, I, I like the characters. Like an kind of? Yeah, huh. I like the characters. Um, I like the dialogue. I just the the uh, I wanted some more more killing, more viciousness. Gotcha. But it, I I do recommend if you have Shutter, check it out. Seems like the cops ought to raid that place. <laughs> uh, the cops are very very stupid in this movie, so I don't think well. they like anything. <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, another new movie I checked out, uh, Separation. Uh, typical, Separation. one of the parents dies, the child all of a sudden has an imaginary friend, and creepy shit starts happening. Nothing new. Skip this one. Really? Gotcha. Sounds kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, it's more drama than, than horror. Mm. Okay. Sounds like about ten other movies. Yeah, yeah uh, another movie that sounds about like 10 other movies is Untitled Horror Movie, uh, about a group of actors uh, trying to film a horror movie um, over a Zoom call. They they did it better, and it was called Host. Yeah. So, skip that one. Uh, little Slight spoilers on this one. Uh, uh, this next one is called My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To. It's a different... Dude, where are you finding these movies? I haven't heard of half of these. I'm trying man. to hit all the new releases I can. This is a kind of a different take on a vampire movie. Huh. Uh, uh, siblings um, live in his house. Uh, the older two have to find substance for their brother every other night. I'm trying not to really spoil it. No, I get and, it. You yeah, and they, they basically... they the the. The older two don't really have a life. One kind of accepts what they do and what they have to do. The other one kind of wants to leave and have a life outside of what he's doing. So a lot a lot like Interview with the Vampire then? Kind of. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, horror comedy, Too Late. You can skip this one, too. <laughs> Been brutal this week, dude. You watch yeah. a lot of shit movies, man. I so hey, we don't have to. I appreciate. There you go. I, I, I <laughs> jump on the grenade for everybody. Um, so our listeners don't have to. This one is, is that about guy a fat suit on the poster, or what? Yeah, this one's about a. Uh, it's it's mostly about the assistant to like a well-known comedian that has a show. She's oh. basically a glorified gopher, and she wants to be a comedian, but he kind of like constantly <laughs> just makes her fucking go get this, go get that. On top of having to f- feed his needs in other ways, because uh, he's a creature of some kind. I'll just put it that way. Oh no, are, yeah. we're not talk- we're not talking Jeffrey Epstein here, are we? No, not those kind of needs. Okay. So this one, I can't recommend this one either. Well, shit. But it is, I see it stars Chloe from the very famous uh, 24 show. Yes. And I love uh, her. Good cast, good cast. It's okay. just, uh, 
I don't when it comes to horror comedies, I, you got to kind of mix it perfectly. Yeah, it usually goes one way or the other too far. And I think it went more comedic and I was kind of looking for a perfect balance. Yeah. Uh, but I do have two movies that are cools of the week. So, yes, finally. Get your, get, your, get your pen out, Lance. I'm, I am. First one uh, we reviewed the trailer for. Uh, it's called Gaia. Yeah. Oh, you've seen. How'd you get to see it? Oh, I have my ways. I didn't know it was out yet. It is out. Check that one out. Yeah. Okay, you need to help me spell it so I can write it down in my notes. G A I. Believe it's a. G- yep. There you go. Okay. All right. A beautifully shot film. I yeah. love the design of the the creatures. It it okay? Do you guys remember that movie, um, the girl with all the gifts, the zombies in it? Kind of had like fun. Absolutely, like kind of had the tree zombies. Yeah, it, a step above that. They just look fucking amazing, creepy. Oh, I'm in. I am and in. I just I, I recommend this. I recommend that one. And my other recommendation for the week is a new Netflix movie. It is the first mm-hmm. movie of three movies. It's three movies in three weeks. Fair Street. Fair Street Part 1, 1994. Okay. I had fun with this. Nice. It was completely 90s. I felt like a teenager again in the 90s watching this from the clothes, the music. Um, it is a it is R rated and for good really? reason. It's a R rated, yeah, because it's a R L Stein book. So I thought it was gonna go more kind of PG thirteen ish. Yeah, sure. But there are some. There is this particular one kill. I was like, Oh, I'm in then. I'm, I'm fucking Wait, in. Are, are we gonna watch it, it then, Phil? They started it with the nineties. Yep. Um, the, the first movie is 1994. Okay. This week will be in the 70s, and then the final week will be like 1666. Oh, and okay. it's, it's one it. connected story. And right, cool. I, I had a lot of fun with this. Um, I love the cast in it. Um, I laughed. Um, the it's there's there's one amazing kill in it, but the rest is you know typical slasher stabby stabby. But from what I saw, for the most part, it was actual real blood, not CG blood. And I really appreciate that. So I had a lot of fun, and I'm definitely looking forward to the next two movies. Nice. Okay, cool. That is my list for this week. I have a lot more coming next week. Yeah, I didn't realize they were going to be like full movies. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't realize there were not going to be YA movies, and that's really cool. Oh, the the language is there, the, the blood is there, the gore was there, yeah. especially my favorite kill of the movie. And uh, yeah. Well, you 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 had you had me at the language, the gore, and the blood, man. Yeah, and it, and it was a nice change of pace because you know, uh, '80s is big right now, so to have a movie yes. set in the '90s. Which is my favorite era of all yeah. time. I have more Lance, good memories from the '90s than any other era in my life. Yeah, and you'll you'll recognize a lot of the songs they play. You'll just be kind of like, "Hey, that kind of takes me back to that time period." Very nice. And that's it. All right, Brian. Uh, I guess then that it means it is now time for horror headlines. Brought to you by Brian. Take it away, man. 
All right, we're going to start with TV news. Uh, Noah Hawley's uh, Alien series that's coming to FX, he says will not be a Ripley story, which I am perfectly fine with that. I think we yeah. need to, if we're going to continue with Aliens, we need to move on from Ripley. Now, is, no, is Noah Hawley the guy that did um, oh, the fucking Doctor uh, Professor X's son, right? Oh, uh, Legion? Um, yes! Yes. yes, didn't he do him. Legion? That's him. Okay. Oh. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, he also had a lot to do with Fargo? Yep. He is the showrunner for this. I'm all in then. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. Continuing with TV news, uh, John Lithgow will return as the Trinity Killer in Showtime's Dexter revival, which kind of nice. fucking spoils it for me because I was currently rewatching and not rewatching. Ah, you didn't know you didn't know if he was going to die at the end or not, huh? Yeah, but oh well. Uh, we talked about Anne Rice uh, turning her interview with a vampire uh, book into a series. Uh, AMC snatched it up, and it is coming in 2022. Yes, please. Although I would much rather it be like HBO than AMC, because they may not be able to use the F word as much and stuff like that. But oh, well, yeah, they'll, they'll get one in there. <laughs> think they'll sneak one in, huh? Yeah, they they did on uh, I think they did on Breaking Bad. I think in the okay. last season, snuck it in there. Well, uh, shit, they're about to lose Better Call Saul, right? This is gonna be the last season, so they need something new. Yeah, they do. Well, there's the uh, the Walking Dead, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's about played out. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done, guys. After after the actual se- uh, series is over, I think I'm done with fear. I think I'm done with the fucking teenage angst show, and I think I'm done with any uh, of the, the short world story beyond. Yeah, I tapped that. out of that show like after, two episodes I, in. I, I tapped out at a half an episode, man. Dude, I'm telling you, Black Summer is way better as far as a zombie series goes. If I get time, I will check it out. Right now, I'm watching them, and after them, I have to watch... uh, Fuck. I cannot remember, but I've got something I have to watch after them. I think it's actually the the other... the, The last series of The Walking Dead, as a matter of fact, Phil. You need to get caught up on the Marvel shows. Oh, oh, that's what. Yeah, I'm. I'm wait. Oh. I am done with Falcon and Winter Soldier finally, and uh, I, I, Loki. I'm going to wait at least a week to start watching it, so I don't have to get stuck waiting. Uh, yeah, wait like a couple weeks actually, because I think it's only going to be six episodes. Yeah, it ends on the 14th, correct? Yeah, July 14th, something like that. Yes. And I, I am caught up with Loki. That is definitely another cool of the week. Yes. Although, depending on how the last episode went, oh no 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 no, no. I'm I don't my know what they're off. trying to do here. Okay, there's so many possibilities. Somebody message me when do. you're done because my headphones are off my head right now. <laughs> okay. We're done. <laughs> We're done. No, I'm not going to talk spoilers on that show. Lance. Hey. Did you really leave, Lance? <laughs> really okay, left. okay. No, I put my headphone back on. <laughs> okay. I, took I don't want right. to know nothing. Nothing. No, no, no. I'm not doing spoilers. Please. Okay. All right, made now, a strange decision. 
Yeah, but the the possibilities are endless That's of what, what's happened in that show. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, we're going to finish up with movie news. Uh, we talked about uh, a few months ago the Exorcist uh, sequel, reboot, remake, whatever the fuck it's going to be, Jesus, is it. coming from Blumhouse. They will produce it as they produce everything. They really do. <sighs> Let, uh, We'll see what it is. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it could be good. Um, I would actually would like to see if they kind of go the Halloween route and do a direct sequel from the original one. That'd be cool. Because there was a couple of, I don't know if you guys ever seen the, the Heretic, uh, The Exorcist 2. I heard that was actually a good one. Uh, I don't know who told you that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if any of them are really good after the first one. The really? third one was good. Yeah. But the third I, one felt like a, more of a sequel to the first than the second one did. I kind of didn't hate that one that came out where they redid it again. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the one. It was like Father Karras in the way off <laughs> land digging up the thing. But... It was kind of dumb, too. <laughs> yeah. The show was good. I liked the show. Oh, I heard great things oh, about yeah. the show. Oh, yeah. And then they canceled it. Yeah. Yeah. Two good what seasons, and they canceled it. There's that. A lot of good shows out there now, though. There's a lot of shit to watch. Yeah. Gets kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, updating everybody on the Knives Out sequel cast. Uh, so far, we got Daniel Craig... Catherine Hahn, Dave Batista, Jessica <laughs> Henwick, Ethan Hawke, Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, and Janelle Monet. That is the Ooh. cast so far. Ooh, that's an all-star cast. I like it. Coming well, on Netflix. It had to be, right? Yeah. After the first one, you you had to I think you kinda had to up the ante on the cast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I hope Edward Norton has a small and annoying role. Yeah, no shit. Because he is small and annoying. He kind of yeah. is, man. <laughs> you guys yeah. remember when he thought he was bigger than Marvel? Yes. And he got and he got booted, didn't he? Yeah, and then he had to he had to watch yeah. Endgame like the rest of us. I I I I I, 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 I heard him talk on like a Joe Rogan interview or something, and I'm like, oh, man, boy. this guy's a total douche. <laughs> He just thinks that he's smarter than everybody else in the room. <laughs> he's a good uh, actor, just, though. Yeah. I, I just know that I, f- I fell in love with Janelle Monet in Hidden Figures. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, I'm like, anything she's in, I'm I'm watching. <laughs> Period. I thought you were going to say Antebellum. I was going to say that was... Oh, I loved Antebellum. Fall, it was, um, it was on my top ten last year, and you guys didn't like it. I I didn't hate it. It just didn't make it on any of my lists. I, I didn't watch it because nobody ever told me it was good. I thought it was going to be good. And it, dude, it I told like, you it was uh, good. I it loved was, it. I'm a hate, sucker I, for that storyline. I'm telling I you. I hated the end. Yes, it's a total ripoff of The Village. I know. Yes. And we can say it now because it's been over a year. But I st- I'm a sucker for that storyline. I just don't know what it is. Maybe it is because... My uh, ex-son-in-law that, that, that passed away was a huge fan of the village. And just ever since then, 
you know, when you get that 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 past meets present and you don't know what's really going on type thing. I'm I'm just really into that. Oh, I wasn't talking about that end. I was talking about the end end when she was riding a horse. <laughs> got, got you, man. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I know. I hear you, dude. Uh, let's see. Two more things. Uh, a Quiet Place is getting a <clears throat> excuse me, a spinoff sequel. Uh, it's coming in March. Actually, March 31st, 2023. This is yeah. not the third movie. This is a completely different story. It should do a TV series. Ridiculous, man. Uh, they're teasing us. They're teasing yeah. us. Because everybody wants to see how that third uh, art story arc ends up, right? Yeah, this uh, this is coming from uh, Jeff Nichols. Uh, right. Lance, he directed Midnight Special with Michael Shannon. Okay. So, it's a pretty good director, so. Uh, then the last thing I'm really excited for is uh, we're getting another VHS movie. VHS 94 is coming from uh, Bloody Disgusting and Studio 7-1 and will come to Shudder later this year. And every okay. single one of us will watch it. Yep. Of course. Especially if it's on Shudder and... I think they do <clears throat> they do a good job of finding kind of fresh new directors and mm-hmm. kind of showcase their work so excited about that one. And that is it. All right. I guess that means it's time to take that little trip down to the trailer park. Brian is going to bring us the big, the small and sometimes the very very weird. I wonder what we're going to get tonight. Well, our first trailer is The Boy Behind the Door. This is a new horror mystery thriller. That's what it's being labeled as. Uh, Synopsis goes, after Bobby and his best friend Kevin are kidnapped and taken to a strange house in the middle of nowhere, Bobby manages to escape. Damn it, Bobby. That was Bobby. Oh, that's an amazing show. You ever see the compilation of Hank Hill, like getting mad on YouTube? No. (laughs) Sounds sounds great, though. It's amazing. (laughs) I'm laughing just thinking about it. I haven't watched it. (laughs) Uh, This stars Lonnie Chavez, Ezra Dewey, who I just saw Ezra Dewey in uh, The Gin. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, you said that was a good move. Might make yeah. your top ten. Uh, right now, because I'm okay. seeing a lot of shit. Uh, Kristen Bauer, Van Stratton, Scott, Michael Foster, Micah Hapton. This is directed and written by David Charbonner. Hope I said that right. And okay. Justin Powell. Okay. I will start this out. Based on uh, Ezra Dewey, I thought he did a fine job, you know, for, for, you know, a child actor. You know, you get what you get when you get child actors, especially in the lead. I kind of want to see what he does in this one. And I kind of like these stories where the kids are kind of pitted up against this kind of situation and they got to find their way out. So I'm into it. And and it's going to be a shutter release. There you okay. go. So we're already we're already paying for it anyway. Yep. What'd you guys think? Uh it's kind of hard to tell on this one. 
Like, it didn't really give me any emotions one way or the other. Like, it looks like it might be okay, but uh, there's a pretty good chance it's going to suck. Yeah, it didn't, didn't, gra- didn't grab me either, man. But, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know anyone who's in it. I don't know. I don't think I know the directors or writers, so don't have a lot in, in, invested here. I'm, no, I'm not clearly, I'm not sure what to think, man. Clearly, I don't know the directors because I can't even say their names, but I think uh, this one will be a surprise. Will it be top 10 end of the year? I don't know, but uh, I think it'll be a good... I, I From what I see, it doesn't look horror. It looks more suspense, thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm into it, so... I'm looking forward to it. Well, and I mean, it's little kids, so it makes it a lot scarier. Yeah. Yes, it does. I mean, maybe this is another kind of introductory movie to for the kids to watch, you know, kind of. Yeah. Because we, we've talked about, you know, maybe this year for the, the kids Halloween special, maybe kind of getting away from more of the kiddie type movies. I think yeah, this, they're they're growing up. All our yeah. kids and grandkids are growing up. It's it's about time. Of course, I introduced my granddaughters to both Jaws and Alien on the same weekend, like six years ago. So yeah, so they're pretty much there already. What they think about Alien? They loved it. They really? fucking loved it. Well, the first one, the first one, dude. They were riveted. Dude, I <laughs> absolutely remember. riveted. Same thing with Jaws. I remember watching the original Alien when I was like maybe twelve. I know, I man. Boring as fuck. You would think I, so, right? But they I, they absolutely loved it, man. Phil, I agree with you. For the longest, I was not a fan of the first one. Yeah, it took me until I grew up to appreciate it. Yeah, because I was like, these people are just running around in the dark. Yeah, right? and it was so All quiet. Time. Nobody says anything. And then when I got older, I'm like, ah, this movie's like a slasher movie, and they're being yeah. hunted one by one. And all so, but I was always into Aliens because of the, yeah. the, the action and you know Bill Paxton, you know, game over, man. Oh you know? yeah, I loved <laughs> right. that one. Yeah, loved big, that big one. difference, big difference. Yeah, that was one of my favorite movies. But it was just because there was no action in the first one, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, until there was, and then you know. Aliens blowing out of people's stomach and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Boy Behind the Door, July 29th on Shutter, And our second and last trailer is Don't Breathe. Should I go to Google or IMDb? Let's go to Google because they're usually short. Uh, a blind veteran must use his military training to save a young orphan from a group group of kidnappers. Yeah, that's kind of to the point. Yeah, we'll go action return style. I'll read IMDb too. The sequel is set years following the initial deadly home invasion where Norman Nordstrom, I didn't even know that was his name, what lives in a quite solace until his past sins catch up with him. Of course, hmm. IMDb does well. a better job. Yeah, uh, this this stars Stephen Lang, Brendan Sexton the Third, Madeline Grace, Bobby Schofield, Rocco Williams, and many other people. This is directed by 
uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Roto. Reuter? Uh, that's a <laughs> Spanish name. Fede Alvarez is not doing this one. Ah, okay. He is producing and writing this one. He is handing this over to, I believe, somebody that worked on the first one. Okay. So, sir, I'm not even going to try to butcher your name out of respect. Uh, I'll kick this one off. I kind of dig this one because I thought it was stupid that they were doing a sequel because I thought they were going to kind of have him go after the girl from the first one. And I was just kind of like, okay, this is kind of fucking ridiculous. He's going to get on a plane and find his way to wherever she ran to. But having him kind of try to get away from the life that he lived and just kind of, I guess, be a better person, I guess. I mean, he was like keeping a woman chained up and murdering people, but <laughs> I I kind of like that. He's trying to be a different person and that, that his, like the synopsis says, like his sins coming back to him or com- coming back after him. So mm-hmm. I'm digging it. And then it looks like we're going to get some good violence out of this, some good kills. A lot of stupid yeah. people getting murdered horribly. I'm I'm confused on where they're going with this. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> it seems from what I saw in the trailer, there's a reason why this girl's being kidnapped, and the main guy of the the group absolutely knows who he is and who he right or who not who he is, who he was and what he's done. Okay, but so, then it almost seems like maybe they're trying to make the. Uh, I bet you there's a twist in it where so. where he, it's he's not actually kidnapping the girls or he is. But it's for some sort of good reason, because they sort of make him out to be the good guy in this movie. Well, yeah, yeah, I kind of dig way. that because he's not a good guy. And I want to see if they hmm. I want to see if they can try to make him out to be. Or maybe he did something even horrible than what he did in the first movie, and that's why these people are after him. Hmm. Maybe he's just a fucking um, horrible old man. Did they did they establish in the first movie that he was a veteran? Yes. Okay. Maybe that'll come into play somehow. Yeah. I mean... As long as they don't connect it to the first one, like... Right. They're they're there for the girl from the first one. Then mm-hmm. I don't think I'll like that and might throw my soda at the movie screen. No, make no mistake, we're all we're all gonna watch it. Yeah, I think I got a good movie paired up with it. So okay, uh, I, yeah, I mean I like Stephen Lang, but again, you know I just watched BFW too. So and, and is it yeah. me or is he hard to understand in this movie? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. He said something, and I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> uh, you get that opening where it looks like the little girl's being chased, and yeah, and, and it's just him kind of training her to to you know defend herself and you know hide and be elusive. Yeah, and then she oh, says God. she says something like, "I'll do better next time," and then he's just like, you know, almost kind of Stallone-ish. That's pretty good Stallone. He's gonna. He's going to build a tunnel with explosives and arrows and shit. 
shooting out of it and stuff. Lance, Lance I'm back in now. See, you got me back in. <laughs> okay. See, the, the only thing I understood is when he said his little catchphrase, the, the, now you'll right. see what I see. You know, that's the only thing I understood from him in the movie. Yep. So, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. We shall find out. I bet it's going to be um, good. Yeah, I, I think it will. I think we'll be entertained. Yeah. Uh, August 13th. So this one's uh, not far away either. And I think there was another trailer that had nothing to do with horror that I kind of wanted to put out. Oh, The Many Saints of Newark. I am excited for that one. I'm a big Sopranos fan. Oh, that one. Yeah. I think that looks so fucking stupid to me. But then again, I haven't seen any of the Sopranos shit. What? How dare you? Sorry. You haven't seen any Sopranos ever? It's one of the greatest shows ever made. Not a single one. It really is one of the best shows ever made. You definitely have to watch that. And this is going to answer some questions that I always had from the show. I've seen that show many times over. And there were certain... You know what? You just want to see it because Vera Farmiga is in it, Brian. I was Don't I was, was getting to her. I was getting to her. <laughs> but there's many questions about certain the characters. The weirdest crush. <laughs> I, I love her so much. Vera, I love you. If you're listening. <laughs> she is listening. Oh, she is. She is. She, yeah, she subscribes, man. She was one of those 50,000 downloads. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it, and I thought it was a great choice of casting uh, James Gandolfini's son to play a young version of him. Is that who that was? Yeah, I think oh. his name is Michael ah. Gandolfini. Okay. I was and, thinking they did a really good job with the casting. That kind of looks like him. Yeah, he, he's oh. playing young Tony. Go. Vera's playing his mother, and John Bernthal is playing his father. Hmm. Oh, that'll be good. I know Brian's praying for a topless Vera scene. That's all I know. Uh, knowing the character of of his mother. Uh-huh. Could it happen. Not, it will not happen. Ah, too bad. Oh, well. But she had the mannerisms down in the trailer. Yeah. Because there's a scene where he's... She she's having I think uh having a meeting with his school counselor and she's basically telling him he tests high as a leader and he's got a oh high yeah view. yeah he's like a kid genius right yeah and she's just like huh his grades don't show me that you know and she that's so like his mother so yeah well, I'm excited that makes for sense. It. we will we we will all watch it there's no doubt. Yeah. I was actually thinking about watching this first and then watching um, all of the uh, series <sighs> since this one comes first, right? I think you should go series. Yeah. You, think? you watch the series. Awesome. There's going to be some char- yeah. characters that you have questions about. And I, like huh. I said, the specific one that they're going to uh, answer I'll just, I'll just say it here. There's a character in the series, uh, Christopher Moltisante. Okay. His father, Dickie Moltisante, was like a known gangster. Like, everybody respected him. But there was never a clear answer on how he died. And he seems to be the main character of the prequel movie. And now, oh. there, and now there will be. Yes. So, so this is a movie, not a series. Yeah, it's a movie. Sold. Okay. And they're tagging it with uh, a soprano story at the end, so this could huh. be many movies, okay. which That's I'm cool. fine with. It's cool. Just wanted to throw that one out there. 
just like I threw out, uh, what was it last week? Pig starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, I saw, I saw the trailer for that. Uh, it, I did. I saw the trailer. It looks so fucking surreal, man. Definitely gonna have to have a Mandy night for that one, Philip. Oh, I saw it in the theater. He look. He got I did into too. this. He got into this role. He looks no like he lost a lot of weight and mm-hmm. aged like twenty years. Nicholas yeah. Cage is a strange dude. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a great <laughs> movie. I. But you got to see it on acid or mushrooms, dude. Period. End Done of deal. story. You don't uh, gotta twist my arm. End of story. I hope they didn't kill his pig. He's gonna go. <laughs> oh, boy. He's gonna go John Wick on somebody. He's gonna go. He's gonna go into <laughs> like a a, a, a a hamon shop in Barcelona, Spain, and, <laughs> and his pig's gonna be up there like on the wall, and he's, he's gonna be like, ah! He's gonna have that scene all over again from Mandy, where he's <laughs> in the bathroom drinking the vodka, vodka bottle. <laughs> All right, that's it for trailers. It says pet pig, man. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's move on to listener feedback. Uh, this week, the podcast spotlight shines on Controllers Up, Cards Down, a gaming podcast. Uh, once a month gaming podcast. It will be video games, tabletop games, board games, card games, and anything in between. Hosted by Tim, Heather, Scott, and a rotating host. Uh, we are a three-act structure podcast. Oh, we are a three-act structure podcast where we discuss gaming news uh, and releases and talk about an episode of the Canadian TV show Video and Arcade Top Ten. What is that show? That sounds good. Oh, that sounds, I've listened to several episodes of the of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That show sounds so fucking corny, man. It was <laughs> I'm like, sure it is. A night was it a 1990s or a 1980s series? Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> I mean, they, they cover like fucking Coot Bandicoot or what's that character? Crash Bandicoot, yeah. Crash Bandicoot, yeah. yeah like every other episode, it's like uh, <laughs> racing games and just cheesy, cheesy stuff. So, yeah, sounds like sounds like a blast, and I think they're all on YouTube. Nice. Uh, and a review section where we talk about what we've been playing. So that ought to be cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, and we have three brand new five-star Apple Podcast reviews. We are doing the fanatic. Get some Blu-rays. Uh, which means, of course, that we're now committed to acting out the lost scene from the fanatic on YouTube or TikTok or whatever. Uh, you guys ready? Ready. I'm getting the haircut and everything. I've got my body outfit ordered. Brian, what about you? Putting my douche uh, Hunter Dunbar hat on as we speak. (laughs) Who are you going to play, man? Uh, John, uh, his 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 younger, more mentally challenged brother named John Travolta. Oh, we can add extra characters. We there's no rules. There's no rules here. We can write whatever we want, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, that sounds that. like we'll get some hate mail from that one, but it would no, be hilarious. <laughs> so if you're going to be John Travolta, you might have to shave your head. Uh, well, we're good. We're time. good. We'll make it work. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, one of them says, uh, enjoying the show. Uh, enjoying the show on a road trip to NOLA. You guys have us cracking up from RJ84. Right. Thank you, RJ84. Appreciate it. Keep listening. 
Uh, our next one says, uh, I'm not much into horror, but these shows are funny and informative. Keep up with the good work, mates. There from go. uh, Graham85. Hmm. And from the word mates, I'm assuming he's across the pond somewhere. Yeah, so kind of got appreciate that. Appreciate our worldly listeners. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, sometimes I think we have more listeners uh, 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 in other countries than we do in America. Uh, uh, most of them just tune in to go, man, these guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Americans. And uh, from Haley PC, uh, she says, uh, I stumbled upon these guys during my 3 a.m. stay-ups. Absolutely worth it. Nice. Well, nice. I appreciate the crack binge. Keep going. <laughs> We we definitely definitely appreciate those reviews, guys. Keep them coming. I think we may uh, might have a few more next week. We may have to. Are are we gonna do maybe two fanatic episodes or uh, let's just do this one, get it over with, and decide what we're gonna do next, Brian, or what? Yeah, we might we might okay. get destroyed for the first one, but right. <laughs> oh, we'll fuck it the- if we're in it for a dime. <laughs> not to not to bring down the show or anything, but I'm looking at some stories here, and Richard Donner has passed away. Oh, uh, no. I heard of it. Oh, that. yeah, I did read that. That sucks. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, there's some more feedback for you. Yeah. Bad feedback. Thanks, Brian. Sorry. Shouldn't bring it be. back up with our next listener feedback. All right. Well, Patrick Clear posted uh, remembering Alex Kintner, uh, <laughs> classic floaty raft kid from Jaws, taken from us this day, June 29, I, I, I said bring us back up. <laughs> Not horrible child deaths and shark movies. I know. <laughs> it was the next line on the script. What do you want? Uh, <laughs> from the VD clinic. How about that one? That's bringing us back up. There we go. <laughs> As uh, Pride Month wraps up, the VD Clinic takes a look at takes a look at the queer subtext in Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. I hate <laughs> both of those movies. I am gonna <laughs> say no. I'm gonna tell you, I love every fucking Chucky movie ever. Um, Bride of Chucky, it could be my favorite Chucky movie of all time. But after listening to Darren and Vanessa talk about the queer subtext. Which I didn't really get when I was watching it, but upon further review, I'm like, huh. <laughs> why, did their, why did their son slash daughter have Glenn, a British Glenn. accent? That's what fucking Good I question. hated. I, that made me so mad that that. But you know what? Fuck it. I have, I mean, I have, I have more respect for the movies after listening to some of the things they had to say. Not, not to be a stickler, but he thought he was made... In Taiwan, when he have a Thai, Taiwanese yeah, accent, that fucking made it Taiwan uh, sticker on the bottom of his of his uh, finger or whatever. That's funny. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> yeah, they're not perfect. Don't get me wrong. They're not. Oh, perfect they, they, they got better after that. All right. And uh, regarding the Exorcist remake, Stephen Loblag gives it a big thumbs down. That hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't have to to get a thumbs down. Uh, B. Germine says, uh, "Me listening to the latest episode of the show and hearing the disrespect to George A. Romero's brilliant The Amusement Park." 
<laughs> Marcy says, but they said nice things about me. <laughs> there you go. But I've, I have not heard anything good about the amusement park, guys. Okay. Any I, podcast. It is an interesting little project that he did. Yes. It showcases elder abuse and what it's like, the, the, the horrors of getting old. Right. I thought it was something else. That was my only problem. I didn't right. know it was kind of like, because from what I understand, he was hired to make this movie about el- elderly people. And then when they saw what he made, they was like, oh, no, we can't can't show this movie. Well, because you Cause, said it was supposed to be like a fucking public access yeah. commercial or some shit like that, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you hired George. The more Romero you know. <laughs> you know, you hired George That Romero. sort of seemed like what it was like. It was just really long. Right. Yeah, uh, I, I give it credit for what he was trying to do with it. My only problem was I, I thought I was going to be watching something else. Yeah. So, there. Yeah. I said nice things, B. Yeah, I, I didn't hate I, it. It was just not what I expected. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I guess in its defense, it is less than an hour long, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't take long to watch it. Yeah. It's just not terribly exciting, though. <laughs> Dude, everybody's a fucking oppressed group at this point. I'm, why not? <laughs> so what did they? So what did they do? They took an old man and like like stuck his head up where the bottles are that you throw the baseball at to try to win a pukey doll or what? God no, that's that what I thought cooler. we was gonna be watching. Yeah, no, no, it was just it it was all metaphors and yes. stuff. Uh, sounds yeah. terrible. But for less than an hour in George A. Romero, I have to watch it to be. Yeah, it's it's like Phil said, it's metaphors from the mind yeah. of the guy that made Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Okay. All right. Marcy also says, uh, yeah, you got my review read out. My prize. You lads know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't Texas, know what you want. Texas but I'm on board. Probably. <laughs> Uh, we got, uh, Kelly. You know what, it would, it, Brian, it would probably be cheaper to fly her to Texas Frightmare than fucking mail a Blu-ray to Australia, right? <laughs> I don't know when it will get there, because I, I purchased a special edition of Psycho Gorman. Mm-hmm. It, it was a Australia release, and it damn near took almost two months to get here, so. Ouch. Ouch. Well, Marcy. shipping rates. Marcy, you just might have to settle for watching us uh, act out the fanatic. Sorry. We'll work something out. Maybe we can get her a guest role in it. Oh, she yes. could be the little uh, fucking uh, niece or whatever. Oh, the, the little friend. The no, because I like Marcy. And that means if I'm Hunter Dunbar, I'm going to have to <laughs> fucking yell at her, too. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Hunter Dummy Bar. All right. Hey, hey. That's <laughs> uh, Kelly R. Marchman McNeely uh, shared a link. She says Neil Blomkamp's demonic gets a creepy new poster. Yes. Nice. I am looking forward to that. Lance, uh, what did you think of the trailer? I don't know what to think, man. I'm, uh, Blom- Blomkamp kind of lost me a few movies ago, so. Uh, which one? Because I love all his movies. Do you? Yes. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Chappie. I'll put Chappie's it that fun. Way. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it's like Maybe I'll Robocop and Short Circuit. 
had a baby yeah, and Bill Blomkamp true. assisted in that pregnancy. And yeah, I'll, 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 I'll rewatch it, man. I'll rewatch one it. One big robot orgy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Neil Blomkamp's next movie. There you go. <laughs> How chappy got made. Uh, Jonathan C.T. <laughs> Steele says, uh, hope to see you all join us. Uh, you can join for one or all films. We'll have representatives from each film for commentary and a short Q&A post-film. Uh, we'll also have prizes for those who donate to the marathon. Uh, what was that one about? Yeah, I just kind of cut and pasted that from the Facebook group, Brian. Do you remember? No, I'm sorry. We uh, got it. Jonathan C.T. Steele, if you're listening, please send us a link to what you're talking about. Because uh, obviously we thought it was important enough to talk yeah, about Yeah, I'm sorry. There, but not enough to remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I post a lot of stuff, a lot of people's projects, podcasts, and I try to – I really do. I try to get to everybody's. Like our last week's spotlight was the Podmortem podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm just now getting to their show this week, and I absolutely love them. They are a lot of fun. So that's kind of how my schedule is. Like usually our podcast spotlight, if I haven't already gotten to them, probably getting them to the week after. So holy shit, guys! Brand brand new posting on the Horror Returns group. Philip, do you mind if I jump in real quick? No, please do. I got to pee real quick. Near and dear to my heart. All right, here you go, Brian. Cameron Sullivan, our friend Cameron Sullivan, shared a post. The Jacked Up Review Show podcast. Uh, Tuesday, July 21st, we tackle another actor with a huge resume and plenty of controversy regarding their merit as an actor. The one, the only, Bill Shatner. Oh. From Star Trek to T.J. Hooker, from ah, Net- rest- love T.J. From, Hooker, from Rescue 911 to Tech War, from Miss Congeniality to Boston Legal, he from- was great in Miss Congeniality. Yes, he was. <laughs> what does he say? She has style. She has grace. <laughs> <laughs> from Psych to Priceline ads. Why does he have more appearances as just himself? <laughs> is he a better overactor than actual actor? And how much of his comedy is legit versus unintended and lo- more love for the toupee icon? I cannot wait to hear this episode of the Jacked Up Review Show. I think he has more roles as himself because he's just kind of a bigger than life kind of personality. How and, old is he, man? Uh, let me look that up. He feels immortal, man. He I mean, seriously, be... how can he still be around? What do, what do you say about 70s? <sighs> I'd Who is say this eight, now? I'd say 80. Uh, how old really? do you think William Shatner is? Oh. Mm, I bet he's in Holy his 80s. Holy shit. 84. Are we, are we both wrong? Yes, you both are wrong. He is 90 years old. Holy oh. crap. And he is still going. Going strong, dude. I have to put him up there with, uh, what's, what's her name, Betty White? Yep, yep. Still, I, like I said, I think the reason why he just has more roles as himself is he's just, 
he's very likable and his his he has a great personality and that mm-hmm. that's that's why he has these roles like you know he probably comes in and you know what do you want me to play and just just no, just be yourself bill yeah well, there you go not? man so sorry to interject there phil but gave you a chance to take a piss so we're good outstanding help me <laughs> wow, he's five ten. He's little. Huh, little guy. I'm I'm five six. Oh. <laughs> he's a giant compared to me. Uh, and let's see. Regarding "Don't Breathe" two, Marcus Will Turner says the deadly blind man is back, but this time he's a protagonist. What in the Terminator two heck is this? Looks like somebody's getting a taste of their own medicine. Cooler uh, hmm. in there. Oh, and I'll say congratulations to him. I forgot off the top of my head which movie he reviewed, but I think his review made it to IMDb, one of his really? written reviews. Because he does written reviews over on the, the Super Network. You know, shout out yeah, to Marcus. Yeah, dude, and, that's our man. Our man, Marcus, dude. We, um... <laughs> We we owe a lot we owe a lot to our brother Marcus man. Uh, we've been through some ups and downs and all arounds and other people getting involved in shit they probably shouldn't have gotten involved in. But at the end of the day, Marcus, we love you, man. And yeah, you know me, we do. Let me try to find what review he did because we we all read his reviews. You know, we read his reviews. Uh, yes. On, on oh, here. I hope I great. pray he sends his Halloween reviews again. Continue, though. I'll look it up. All right. Uh, we got Tim Davis. He says, uh, hey, guys, episode two of horror films to watch during lockdown is out now. Uh, it would mean the world if you checked it out and subscribe. Cheers, guys. Yeah. So definitely check out Tim there. And this big announcement, we talked about it earlier, but God damn it, Philip, it, it, it's worth repeating, man. Here it is. Our big announcement. We did it. Uh, despite some drama and controversy last year and blatant attacks by Universal Music to fuck us over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know if there were attacks, but yeah. Uh, and <laughs> even though we're a totally free podcast, they're obviously just being dicks. And uh, <laughs> even through our battles with Lance Hendrickson's <laughs> bitch of a handler and frightmare, uh, we can now announce that The Horror Returns has officially reached uh, 50,000 lifetime downloads. Thank you for everything you guys add to the community. And for God's sake, thank for listen. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. Uh, without you, we wouldn't be here at all. Indeed. We'd be dead. Our life depends on you. That's right. <laughs> um, 50,000 is a big number, guys. It really is. I'll take it. Let's get twice that next year. All right. I'm in, if you guys are. Yeah. Uh, and as always, our show comes, uh, our intro comes from Steve Carlton from the League of Geeks. Thank you, sir, for that. Um, our artwork, which is pretty fucking awesome, comes from Natsalani. Um, you can check her out on Instagram. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out, please become, be, consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount, and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary and a future bonus show. Uh, if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review. You may win a Steelbook DVD if your name is selected. All right. Although nice. we may be out of them now because we got a bunch of reviews in. Thank you, yeah. guys. Keep them coming. Yeah. I All cannot right. find the movie, but I want to say it was Boss Level. 
the Frank Grillo action movie on Hulu. Gotta see that movie. Ah, well, Marcus has got a, a bunch of really great reviews. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice to have him back. Um, and on to our featured attractions. Uh, this week we're gonna cover the Forever Purge. So we're just thinking with the one movie. Yeah. Um, cool. all, all right, right also, after. Yeah. Can, Considering that we're already at an hour and 15 minutes, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Although, another cool of the week that I just thought about, I've been, I'm not done with it yet, but uh, I've been watching the Purge TV series. It's, oh, it's not bad. It's not bad at all, man. I kind of like it. Yeah. I'm like, huh. Well, this is, well, we'll compare and contrast later. But <laughs> it's, it's already canceled. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. But it, it wasn't bad, man. It's a, it's a good watch. Yeah, I haven't seen the second season, but I, I like the first season. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not to that one yet. I think I'm still halfway into the first season. Um, All right. So the Forever Purge. Uh, all the rules are broken as a sect of lawless marauders decides that the annual purge does not stop at daybreak and instead should never end. Uh, director is Everardo Gout, also known for the TV shows Snowpiercer and Mars. Uh, writer is James DeMonico, also known for The Purge and The First Purge. Uh, Jason Blum talked with Sylvester Stallone about starring in the movie. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. Oh, uh, yeah, we got a purge. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one better. Uh, Cassidy Freeman wore a fake baby bump. Uh, she would often stash candy in it. That is fucking ingenuity right there. That's what baby bumps are for. Uh, all right. So, uh, Lance, we'll start with you. What did you think about the Forever Purge? I am not a fan of the Purge movies. I've said uh-huh. it a hundred times. You guys know this very well. I thought the first movie was just absolutely fucking inane. You didn't like the first as- one? No, I did not really? like the first one because you had this fucking idiot that... Uh, that Which this, one? This, the fucking kid oh, that okay. lets this fucking homeless in, guy into the house when his dad says, be sure you lock everything. As a matter of fact, his dad was in charge of the security systems. And this little fucking shit lets some dude that people are trying to chase down into the house. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I... The other, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen too many of the other ones. Um, what what was the one that I did? So, okay, so you had this one, and then you had all the Frank Gurlow ones, right? Yeah, which uh, that is like kind of my one problem. I, I am a fan of the 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 series, the franchise, but they kind of got more action movie based. Yeah, I think when you introduce Frank Grillo into the, he only did two, mm-hmm. but they they got more action especially when you get into uh the first purge because if they them not to get off topic but the guy that was the, the the star of that one if they wanted to go with the kind of a lesser known actor to play blade mm-hmm. it it would have been it should have been that guy so gotcha. the, the, the action gotcha. the okay. stuff he was doing in that movie yeah, I remember the one that we watched a couple of years ago for the podcast. The one that had um, the blonde chick that was the president or whatever. And oh, then the was election in year. It. Which one? Election year. Not oh. a huge, not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. So I'm not, I'm not a purge fan. I'm really not. 
That being said, and especially the fact, Brian, that you said they started becoming a little too action and a little less horror and all that, I, I actually really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> and I really enjoyed the action parts of it. And I, I, I thought the great thing about this movie was that from the very, very beginning of it, you 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 saw the I mean the action started and it, and it never let up, and I this is one of those nights where if we're not really 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 careful we could get super political, and I yeah. really don't want to go there because the last time we did that it didn't it didn't end well for us. <laughs> um, but let's well, face we kind of have to talking about this fucking movie. I'll get there. Don't we, worry. We are we are going to have to, but uh, so we're in the non-spoiler part right now. So you've got characters that think they've got it oh so bad. You know, they're like, oh well, you guys are the rich guys that have always run, and y'all made us work for you on this ranch, and you know we're going to get you, and that's why we're all you know. It is kind of silly how they did the nationwide, you know, everybody got together at once in all these different places. I think that's very far-fetched and very silly. But I I, I do like the way that this story was told from a lot of different points of view. Because you've got people who literally, their only chance to live and survive is make money for their family was to get over into America, right? And Mm -hmm. then that totally flipped. (laughs) And the, the, the concept of the wall literally became the exact opposite of what we think the wall was supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Without trying to give too much away. But you, you just, I thought I thought that you, the fact that you had a lot of the main guys that were the bad guys that were causing all this are people that are pretty goddamn fucking good off, goddammit. And they are bitching and moaning because the American dream was a lie to them in their minds. And God damn it, I'm 35 years old and I'm not already a CEO of, of a fucking uh, Fortune 500 company. Well, then fuck you all. I'm going to kill you all then. And you had a lot of brainwashing here. And quite frankly, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of what's going on right now in this movie. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to sound like I'm taking one side over the other. But I think most of the I I think most of the the quote unquote villains in this movie, I'll put it I'll put it this way. The movie really got good when people explained why they hated each other or didn't hate each other, but why they were, you know, racist. They literally brought out the fact that one of them said, look, I've got no problem with Mexicans. I just don't want my family mingling with them. I think everybody in their own race should stick with their own race. And I guarantee you, there's black people who feel that way. There's Hispanic people who feel that way. There's white people who feel that way. And if we're really a country that's all united and we're the big melting pot, because that's our claim to fame, that America's claim to fame is that we are the melting pot where every single one of us a janitor who has no college education or high school education has just as much of a chance to become a CEO and be a multi-billionaire as anybody else. It's a big joke. It's a big lie. And I think that a lot of people buy into it. And I think these people let that get into their mind and push them over the edge. I enjoyed the message. I enjoyed the fact that 
the only way that they could survive, the only way that the main characters that we grew to know and love in this movie could 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 make it happen was to actually get together instead of fighting each other and being racist against each other and having hatred against each other because they're being brainwashed by this 1% of people that are telling us y'all are all supposed to hate each other. You're supposed to hate each other because the more you guys all fight internally, the more we get to just sit on our 1% and give you guys all the big middle finger. So very political. I hope I didn't say anything I shouldn't have. That's what my takeaway from this movie was. But I loved all the action in it. I really enjoyed the theater experience of this movie, and I'm glad I went and saw it. Yeah, and I speak the truth. I, I just I think that some of the stuff are people that don't really exist. You know what I mean? And like the it's a uh, movie. It's I'm a not, movie, dude. Well, of course know. it's exaggerated. I know, but like the oh well, I just think we should stick to our own. There's but there are people. I mean, who are there some way? people out there like that? Yeah, but I think they're pretty few and far fucking between, man. Personally, I don't know. I it I would have been a, it would have been a ten minute movie, Philip. I know. <laughs> but then you know, I mean, obviously, I, we have all this racism stuff going on in our country right now, which is insane. But it uh, shouldn't it shouldn't it, it? Not to interrupt. It shouldn't be that way. There's no, no. Way to this much hatred in this much division. And it's I, idiotic 1% fuckers that are making us all fight each other. It, we're all being brainwashed, every one of us. I'm mm-hmm. as brainwashed as any of you guys. Yeah, it's a it, big joke, and I think that's what this movie's trying to say. Well, because yeah, the goddamn hate, media. Hate so. is taught. Hate is taught. Yeah. If, somebody, the, if somebody hates somebody for something... Or says something racial. They were taught that way. Yeah. And it, it, it starts with our kids. Yeah. We have to teach them better. Well, and, uh, you know, I, regardless of which side you're on, the media is pitting us against each other. It's either Absolutely. white supremacists or Antifa yep. Yep. hiding around yep. every fucking corner. And we're yep. all supposed to, like, I mean... We could go one of two different directions right now, and this purge thing may not be that far from fucking truth if we keep heading down the direction that we're heading in. That's a scary thought. It's just uh, – I mean, you know, there's still fucking riots in a lot of cities all over the place all the time, which is insane to me. But it is what it is. You probably haven't heard of half of them depending on what channel you watch, but – uh. I don't think there's a ton of white supremacists out there either. Got to say that. Um, however, movie wasn't bad. Uh, I kind of liked what they did with it, where they, where they didn't necessarily take a stance on one side or the other, and there were sort of bad guys on both sides, like the little commie bitch who was like, oh, "I'm working for you, and I'm not rich yet, and I'm gonna kill you," and then the old guy who had it right. And said, hey, listen. Uh, Will Patton? Yeah. That guy, that guy was awesome. But he was. When, he was once, great once, in this movie. Once he said what he had to say, I was like, yep. oh, that's that's it for you, buddy. That that was a great fucking line, man. And uh, yeah, it's – and it's not – that one in particular is not far from the truth at all. 
because the rich fuckers are still getting away with all this stuff, and they're the one controlling it. There you have it. <laughs> Brian, what'd you think? All right. I like what everybody said here. And I'm going to speak from, because I, I don't get political. I hate politics. I love everybody. I love you guys. I love our listeners. I sometimes love my neighbors, even though I'm not very social with them. But that's a different story. <laughs> I enjoyed this for the most part. I do, like I said, we've gotten far away from the home invasion horror aspect of the first one. And we are action, shoot them up. But I kind of like that. I, I, I actually, ha- I have to say, I kind of enjoyed all that, man. I thought they did a good job because I was a little worried because there was not a real bad guy in this because we right. got introduced to one. Phil, you brought him up the whiny fucking, you know, we work for you. And I was like, eh, I was kind of like, shut the fuck up. You don't have to work yeah. for him. You choose there, to work for him. But there was a lot of there was a lot of confusion, too, though, right? Yeah. By yeah. design. By design. I yeah. honestly it's not like he's fucking writers. slave labor. He's getting paid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Think, yeah. Think how much it, worse it could have been, right? Yeah. And I, I like how they we had many different people. You know, we got the people that, that the the I don't know what they were called. The main group that started this uh forever oh, first. Yeah, that had the skull or whatever. Yeah, we got introduced to one of the right. main guys later in that. Um I forgot what I was going to say, but we, yeah, see, those are the guys you don't have to worry about. Cause there's not that many of those around, you know, they, they, they are, they're probably, impressive. I know. And in this show, you're right. That's what made it so fucking far fetched because in this movie, they were all so fucking organized, right? Yeah. Like, which I, I hated that line. I hated that line in it where they were like trying to figure out if it was organized or not. Yes. Yes. They this was clearly organized. And the other aspect of the movie that I did like, this was one of the I think this is the only. Well, of course it is. um, This doesn't really the movie doesn't really take place on Purge Night. They did Uh something different. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Anarchy just takes over, right? Yeah, uh, we got. Not one, but I feel like we got two strong female leads in this because I thought the main. um, I forgot her name. I thought she was pretty badass and I loved her backstory. Yeah. Um, And the the sister of uh, Josh Lucas in the movie. Ah, The country girl. huh? Yeah. Once (laughs) her father was put down, she stepped up in a big way, Mm -hmm. especially. I, I I don't know if we're getting too spoilery or not, but uh, I love that scene when they're in the truck and the the one guy he has to go look for his wife, and she's like, "I'm going with you," and her brother's like, "You no, you ain't going nowhere," and she was like, "Yes, I am." They fucking saved our lives, so. Yeah, yeah. no, that that's not that's not too spoilery. There's not a whole lot we can spoil, quite frankly, because I mean the trailer did give a lot away. Yes, um, it did. We kind of knew yeah. what this was going to be. We kind of knew what we were, we were getting into. I just didn't think I was going to grasp onto the message as much as I did. I just, I just really enjoyed the message for some reason because everybody was mad, everybody was fucking pissed, everybody was against each other, and that's the world we live in right now. And it does not need to be this way, folks. 
It does not need to be this way. And I thought it had a strong message. I mean, is it a top 10 of the year for me? No. But I enjoyed watching it. I loved all the action scenes, and I and I think the message was pretty good, man. I really do. And I think it, it showed you the story from a lot of different points of view, and I think every single point of view had its own legitimacy. And I think that it was, at, at the end of the day, even the like you guys were talking about Will Patton, so he's kind of like uh, Dutton, right, from Yellowstone, right? He's the big... A billionaire owner of the of the ranch that makes all the money, and these little right. cow folks work for him, and they get all pissed off because they don't, you know, get everything that the big daddy gets or whatever. But god damn it, that's kind of that's capitalism. That's kind of what we live in. And like it or not, unfortunately, we figured out communism sure as fuck doesn't work. So you know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to this movie that I thought made a lot of sense. And I enjoyed and I appreciated the fact that they showed it from different people points of view. Like, for example, you did have the people that had to get here illegally from Mexico. And then the irony I, that I won't go into that goes into spoiler territory. But there was a big uh, that, that was in the trailer. too. <laughs> was it? OK, yeah. let's just say the wall Trump's wall <laughs> or not Trump's wall, because we've been talking about this shit for decades. Let's just say the wall had a whole new meaning to it. <laughs> I well, enjoyed it, guys. I loved hey, it. I, I did love it, but I, I did like the movie. I, it and it works movie. that way, too. Every country on the Absolutely. face of the fucking planet has borders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I And... You know when all this critical bullshit started and this whole Civil War crap thing started happening was right. 2008 okay. housing crisis. Ah, okay. I could see that. Everybody see was that. rising up against the government. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 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 what, what did they call it? Burn Wall Street or what? Occupy Wall Street. Occupy, Occupy yeah. Wall Street. There you go, man. And that's That's when they inserted this critical race theory bullshit. The critical gender theory stuff, like that's when all this stuff started happening. See, I don't even, I don't even understand each other. I don't even understand what critical race theory is. It all comes from critical theory. It's all a bunch of it. It it basically deconstructs everything down to which identity group do you belong in? It's identitarianism. Like which 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 group do you belong in? Who do you like to fuck? What is your gender? What you know, all that shit. And okay. it separates everybody into groups. It's, then it's when, the beginnings of communism and a lot of people don't understand that. But that's so where when it we get in, when we get into spoilers, we're gonna have the ultimate critical race, aren't we? Well we can't <laughs> say it yet, right? I don't know. <laughs> and that was kind of funny. That was funny the way that happened, but okay. But that's what I'm saying, man. That's these it, it's why do you think they started that shit right when that happened? I don't know. Because the think. people are rising I, up against the goddamn government. They needed to give us something yeah. else to fight about. True, true, true. Throw this out there and let them suck on it. Like throw a carrot out there and pull it back with a goddamn fucking uh, <laughs> pole or whatever. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Anyhow. <laughs> maybe, maybe 
we're not all so far apart after all politically. We're not at all. That's 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 the political part that I get to is everybody gets up in arms about all kinds of bullshit, and it's all just fucking propaganda, man. Mm-hmm. And it's coming from the top down. I know. I know. But you know what? <laughs> if you go back to uh, France. And see what they did to Marie Antoinette and and those folks. I I, oh, I yeah. don't I don't want that to happen though, because I don't want my grandchildren to have to live through that. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, we may not but be far the, from it. Yeah, but by the same token, man, things are getting so far apart right now. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Well, anyhow, uh, what did you rate the movie? Oh, you um, you are we ready for scores? Yeah, let's do scores so we can jump into spoilers. Yeah, we have to jump into some spoilers. Um, seven and a half, man. Seven and a half. Really enjoyed it. I I did. I had a fun time at the theater. Wow. Um, I'm gonna give it. You know, I think it was a good solid six, six and a half. Nice. Uh, Yeah, I think I think it was worth watching. I mean, there were a couple of parts that irritated me, but uh. You know, I I thought all in all they did a good job of not swaying too far one side or the other, and uh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, kind of like the hunt, right? Yeah, so like the hunt is a more realistic version of what would happen in this situation. Right? Like as right? far as the bad guys, <laughs> this wasn't as good as the hunt. Don't get me wrong. I don't wrong. think so. But it was kind of had that same flavor to me. Yeah, but you know, a part of that depends on your politics. True. Uh, Brian, what do you think? I love everybody. Fuck politics. There you go. This movie is a seven. I enjoyed it. Not bad. I took my daughter. She had some questions. We had a conversation. It was a good conversation. And she enjoys this franchise. But she's a kid. She said Fast 9 was a better movie. Oh. So... Well, I will say that this was definitely my favorite Purge movie yet. Uh, I have to go with the Frank Grillo ones. Okay. I still like the first one best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it had the simplest story, right? I mean, it was yeah. what the Purge was supposed to really be, right? And it was more horror. Yeah. Like, you know, True. I mean, maybe more of a home invasion thriller, but, you know. Yeah. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Spoilers. All right. Spoilers. Let's do it. Spoiler time. Can I, can I, can we ring that stupid fucking people alarm? Yes. <laughs> Don't stick your that's... fucking hold on, hold head. On. Let me watch where we are. Let me watch where we are on the time. Oh, that's it, boo. Okay, cool. Now I know where to hit the stupid people. Go. <laughs> Don't stick your head and your arms in a fucking cage. Oh, I lo- no I, kidding. I oh, love that character yes, so I much. Yes, I all about that. I love, I love that she was su- such a badass character. I love that she had a background fighting the cartel. But uh, why that's would like- you stick your head and your arms it looks like something for you to stick your head in your arms to get trapped in. It looks like a giant human trap. 
Yes. I know, dude. Yeah. That was that was pretty rough. I, I mean, would... I love I love animals too, but yeah, I am going to call the proper authorities and say there's some weird cage out here with the goat <laughs> in it. I'm just gonna shoot the goat and eat it personally. <laughs> um, I will have a critique here. I think one of the most awesome things throughout the series were the mask that people wear. Right, that's true. Kind of, kind of eh, on the mask on this one. They're people didn't mask. really, they didn't really put much thought into these. Yeah. Now the guy with the horns, I thought was actually pretty cool, except the Q, oh. the QAnon shaman. When you saw him, <laughs> uh, for, three for seconds. two seconds. Yeah, he was only was it, in the movie for literally two seconds. Was it like a scene where they like drove by him? Yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was like, <laughs> it was like a montage of bad guys. Yeah. I was like, oh, there, oh, he's gone. Uh, What do you guys want to jump in? I loved, I loved the Native American aspect. I really did, because they were beyond borders. And that's what I loved about it. And that was like, that, to me, that was so cool, is that we can go from this side of the border to that side of the border because it's our land and the law has decided that you can't take it from us. And, you know, they were kind of like the real heroes that came in. And I, oh, I, that, I did love that aspect of the movie. That, that guy was badass. Oh, they, of course he they, was. They bad. were like, you don't have to fight this fight. And he was like, we've been fighting this fight for 500, 500 years. 500 years. I love that line. <laughs> Put him up there with Will Patton. You know what? You That's go. why I wish Nez was on the show with us tonight. I wanted to hear his opinion of that line. Uh, I'm sure he would have loved that one. And they, oh man, they was they 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 came with it. They was like, this is this is how much ammunition we have. After that, it's blades and arrows. Yep. Get to work. Yeah, I just I I really love the action scenes toward the end of this movie. I I I, I love the violence. I think they had a pretty decent budget to work with here. Um, you know, I I don't think I saw. I may be wrong. Now it was eighteen million. Okay, there were definitely a few scenes where I could tell there was like some CGI fire and shit like that. But I yeah. mean, what, what movie doesn't have CGI fire these days, right? Halloween yeah, Kills in that trailer, that fire looked real. You know what? For the most part, I thought the special effects in this movie and the fight scenes were pretty damn good. I really did. I really enjoyed watching this on the big screen. And I'm glad that I did. And my granddaughters do want to go see this movie, so I might be checking this out again this week, as a matter of fact. And I will have to say, yes, uh, Josh Lucas, your ego was was bruised because a real cowboy sang that horse a lullaby and (laughs) laid him down. I didn't understand why they just left the horse on the ground after. That was kind of of silly. I was like, what do you do do after that? You just leave the horse laying there? See, and I thought his character was more representative of, like, a racist person in America right now, right? Like, that's about as bad as it's going to get. Yeah, but he's just sort of a little soft racist, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. He wasn't really that bad. That's what I'm saying. I think that's about as bad as it really gets. He said, I have nothing against Mexicans. I just think each group should go with themselves. And I thought that was a really fucking stupid thing to say. It was. I Maybe hated that fucking line. And I hated him for saying it. Was my that one guy Mexican? Mexican? 
your wife is Hispanic. Brian, your wife is 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 African American. Yeah. So was that one guy Mexican? The one guy that had a problem. Asshole dude. I don't think he was. No, he's a bitch ass white guy. Yeah, just some dipshit. Yeah. I mean he he was I guess if there was a villain, he was the villain. You know? Yeah, in my opinion, uh, and see, that's why I said I think that they did a pretty good job of going at both sides because he was he was more of the Antifa theory, the communist. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm working, yep. and we shouldn't be working for you. Workers rise up, bam. Right, and, then, and, the, and I, I love I I love how Will Patton told him that what you're doing is what they started. What yeah. they want you, and to you're do. you're yeah, doing you're exactly what they're doing. Yeah, on the string. Puppet on a string. I love it. Now exactly. that I love. Because there's been so much of that going on lately. Useful idiot is what we yep. like to call them in the communist world. Um, and then uh, the like the real bad guys were the ones, I guess, that were purging Mexicans and just driving through in a big ass truck. I guess. Like those are the people I don't think actually exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, got, it got a little silly. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's I mean, why... I give it a seven and a half. I yeah, mean, there's a, uh, but like aside from like the the guy in the in the truck with the swastika tattoo on his head that was all crazy. Oh, that was up. funny. <laughs> no, okay. Sitting right next to the black guy. <laughs> I, I did, even though Nazi skinheads are piece of shits. I was right. laughing at the fact that he was like, "Oh, that's an AR-15." Yeah. Oh, that's that's a that's a thirty odd, you know. What? See, but I think people have a wrong opinion on on who those people are, and like they're walking around the fucking street. They're not, dude. Those people are in prison. Like in, there are racist gangs in prison because that's yeah. how you survive. I worked in one. You survive. That's how you survive. I have a guy that I worked with that was like that. He he had to become a, like an an uber racist because otherwise he would get raped by black guys in prison. Right. Really. He you know. Mm-hmm. American History X. Yep, absolutely, man. Yeah, That's but I not will far off Ed, from what it's Ed, really like. Ed Norton comes back. Brian, Brian, I am glad you brought that up, dude, because I found everything he said to be super chilling, and that really rubbed me the wrong way. And that 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 was kind of like some frightening words that were said there. So Ed Norton. No, um, the, uh, the 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 skinhead guy. Oh, the skinhead guy. Okay. No, Edward Norton just says douchey shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, in, end of the day, I enjoyed the movie. Top ten, absolutely not, especially with the Green Knight and some other great stuff coming out this year. But uh, that's the one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I just saw the new trailer. Looks beautiful. You said Gaia was pretty good, huh? Yeah, it looks beautiful. All right. I got Is it that. streaming anywhere? Yes. Sort of. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You guys ready to move on? Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, as always, we, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just search for The Horror Returns. Also look for us on iTunes. And um, if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us. Yes, and please, it helps the show out tremendously. If you're on Twitter, retweet our show when we post them. 
on Facebook, share, just whatever you can to help get, get the word out. It definitely helps the show. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So uh, next week we are going to do the year in horror 1986 part two. Am I, am I right, Brian? Yes, sir. With uh, Henry portrait of a serial killer and uh, also Manhunter. Have so, you watched uh, that one, Henry? Uh, I can't wait to rewatch both of these, man. Okay. <laughs> so, Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night. All right, not bad. I'm I'm gonna go watch a movie right now. What should right. I watch? Did we did we already next? cover Henry, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? We were going to, but I think this we the schedule got changed. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. So, so, right, we're, cool. so we're good, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. All right, any, guys. Any uh, suggestions on what movie I, sh- I should go watch right now? Go watch Fear Street with the kids. Ah, uh, the kids are all asleep. Wake them up. All right. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> all right, make sure my wife's not dead. She's been cleaning the house next door for like six hours now. Aye. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, guys. Take it easy. All right. All right. Later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.